Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. Good afternoon, good evening, hello wherever you are in the world, and thank you for joining us today on Living Well. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and you are tuned in to a to zenfm at least uh, in some form or fashion, and you are either, whether you're listening now or in the future, we thank you for joining and contributing to the conversation, and happy Friday. <laughs> in this 10 seconds, it's June 19th, 2015, and if you have not already joined us in the chat room, please do so. Click on over to a2zen.fm if you're on any device that you can come into the chat room in. Um, you can see chat room in as one of the words in the beautiful red bar near the top of the screen. If you click on that and give yourself a name and just come on in, there is no password. Word. Uh, so join us live and play virtually with us. You can ask your questions or submit your comments or um, just have fun with the emoticons like many of us do. <laughs> and if you want to call in live with a question in the U.S., you can dial 815-880-8255. In Canada, you can dial 613-800-8736. And in the U.K., you can call it at 033-0001-0625. You can also Skype us here at a2zen.fm. If you submit the contact request, you don't even have to wait for a reply. You can just come on in <laughs> or call us up. So welcome again to Living Well. I am, for the next 50 or so minutes, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, if you so desire. And today I have the fantastic privilege of getting to visit with the luscious and lively Lisa Carmen. Lisa is a life coach and creator of Sacred Sexy You, Her Royal Hotness, Body Love Revolution, and The Burlesque Experience. I know that got some of your attention. <laughs> she challenges her clients to retrieve the pieces of themselves they have disconnected from, to own their holy hotness, and to celebrate their unique and complicated sexuality and claim their sensuality in new and refreshing ways through pleasure, connection, and inviting provocative inquiries. Lisa's clients are empowered to live their aliveness and divinely sensual essence. Oh, that's so freaking yummy. Welcome, Lisa Carmen. <laughs> Thank you, Keisha. Thank you. That sounds really good when you read it. <laughs> I love it. I, lo I love it. <laughs> wow, wow. Sounds yummy. At this lovely lunch, I, I ha actually liked her Sacred Sexy You on Facebook and uh, a, a while back, and then I had the privilege of sitting at a table with Lisa and some other ladies for a kind of a nice little empowerment lunch uh, soiree. Yes, and, um, I remember that day. And I've been watching your fabulous creations ever since. You um, you do uh, some fantastic 
work primarily with women um, in mm-hmm. the direct way, and I would imagine indirectly with a lot of men and, and or those women. Right. Partners. And it's all yeah. about empowerment through having fun with bodies. And today we're talking about are you willing to know you're sexy? And I, I had to chuckle when you said the first time you read it you thought it might be a typo. <laughs> and then I realized it, it's your sexy, my sexy, our sexy. You know, that's what you're referring to. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, I tapped into, like, what it is you do, and that is something you mm-hmm. seem to be so gifted at bringing people in. So you want to talk a little bit about where where did all this beautiful, sexy, burlesque play stuff come in for you? Well, I guess, you know, I, I started, I guess you could say I started my first circle of women when I was about six years old under the slide at recess. (laughs) Yeah, I've been bringing women together in circle ever since. And, you know, I've always, um, I've always really loved the feeling. I think our nature is, our, our, our true nature is joyous radiance, you know, and I've always felt that when I can tap into my radiance, that the, wor- the world experiences me differently. I experience the world differently. And I love to do that through fun and bold and daring ways. I've always loved challenging challenging women to live bolder, to step into their power, their magnificence, you know, just that. And they have fun, you know. I mean, I think for, for me kind of going down this, this path in um, more recent years, you know, that have to do with movement and dance and um, you know, sexuality, sensuality, really goes back to the very beginning. You know, I um, in my my teenagers, I guess you could even even before that. But I mean, when um, when I was a teenager, I was very very involved with a uh, fundamental church, mm-hmm. and I learned some damaging things about you know what, about my body, mm-hmm. and about what it was to be a woman, mm-hmm. about pleasure, sensuality. That um, you know. The, the phrase uh, pleasures of the flesh that mm-hmm. that's pretty much synonymous with sin you know um In a lot of you, so to <laughs> yes yes so to be right with god you know you you had to deny your very essence your very fit you know we're here in these human animal bodies you know what i like to call the meat costumes you know walking around with these so bodies nice. that uh, what'd you say that is so not sexy to call for me. <laughs> no, it isn't sexy at all. <laughs> Meat costumes, no. But, you know, I mean, we are wired for pleasure by a very creative and generous designer <laughs> who wired us for pleasure, who wired us to be able to, to experience our bodies in pleasurable ways, you know. So, so you know, I, after, um, after years of, of that indoctrination, you know, kind of shutting down and having to split myself in half, you know, um, between the spiritual person wanting to do good and be good and love God and then this sexual, sensual person that was um, feeling guilty or or feeling shamed or being, you know, seeing people in my church be shamed for their sexuality. Um, You know, I had to do a lot of repair work (laughs) after I came out of that. And I'm still even sometimes I find some of that old programming coming back Mm-hmm. I'm still healing from that. I'm still doing the work to to unite my spirit and my sexuality and my body, and to be able to express myself, you know, in 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 a in a sexual, sensual way. And it's not dangerous, and it's not bad, and it's not sinful. Yeah, it's divine. <laughs> Beautiful. I love what you said about radiance and being your radiant self into the world, and. Mm. 
and your your knowing about of the the what I would say contribution the gift to the to not only to you and well maybe for some of us it is more profound not only to the world but to ourselves is the more surprising uh, sort of wonderful side effect that is created oh, yeah. when we are absolutely yeah so absolutely you're sexy um and i i really i actually really enjoy seeing your post about the the burlesque classes that you do um so tell people a little bit about what what brought you to burlesque because I know for a lot of people, they might go, that's a really interesting choice of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Burlesque is a spiritual path. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You know, I, I kind of think of it, it found me. You know, I wasn't looking for it. I've always, um, since I was a little girl, I've been a dancer and, um, you know, uh, have loved to, to move my body as I as I grew up. I started experimenting and and you know taking classes and workshops and different kinds of dance like um, exotic dance for the everyday woman, which is a very empowering, sensual way of moving. Um, ecstatic dance, belly dance, you know, Nia, you know, whatever I could I could do to move my body in a in a sensual and expressive way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then burlesque showed up and got together with, with friends, decided to start our own troupe. We got this crazy idea that uh, was fueled by a couple of cocktails one night. And <laughs> the next thing we knew, we were starting a burlesque group and uh, created some shows. And, um, you know, we got up in front of our very first show. We had 500 people. Um, wow. We were hired to do the show. No, Nobody really knew it was our very first time. We didn't go around telling everybody. And... Um, <laughs> changed my life. I got up there and I performed and I, I did a, a striptease and I was changed in ways that I never imagined I could be changed. It was transformative. I left that stage that that night a different person than, than how I went on stage. So I started realizing that, that the courage, you know, I, I, I had access to courage that I didn't know that I had and I had access to power and I felt there's something, this beautiful energetic exchange that happens in burlesque between the audience and the performer that is just intoxicating, you know, just this, <laughs> this, uh, it's a peak experience. It's definitely a peak experience. Yeah. And I, you know, I realized, you know, as a life coach and somebody that, who's always been wanting to, you know, to, to provide access to women for their, their most magnificent lives. What a great way to do that. How do I share this, what I just experienced, and make it part of my offering to the world? And so had uh, had the idea to start the Burlesque Experience, which is a six-week program that, you know, women of all ages, shapes, and sizes, um, backgrounds come and um, they learn the basics of burlesque performing, burlesque dance. They come up with their character, with the backstory, with the routine. <laughs> and we put on a beautiful professionally produced oh, show. We usually have do. about... Yeah, what? You do. It's amazing. I've seen those yeah. shows. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're magical, magical experiences for, for both the audience and the performers. And so these women get up and, and dance for the very first time in front of this live audience, and then they are are powerful. And they, you know, for a lot of us, I think it's also a way of reclaiming our bodies, mm-hmm. reclaiming our sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so many of us as, as girls grow up um, learning that it's not safe 
to express our sexual side or, you know, that it, it, it's, uh, we, we receive unwanted attention or, you know, things, or, you know, even physical abuse or assault, those types of things. So we've, we've, um, a lot of us have kind of shut down that expressive part of us. Mm-hmm. We don't express it. Or even, you know, I know a lot of women that work with, you know, in, in male dominated fields or whatever, and they've had to, they feel that they've had to turn it off, you know, so that they can, you know, be successful or be respected. And so burlesque is just a, a super fun, exciting way to turn it on, to reclaim that, you know, that part of ourselves that that is one of the most beautiful, fun, exciting parts of us, you know, mm-hmm. is, is being able to express that that sexiness. It's in all of us. Yeah. And I love, I, I'm playing with some, a lot of energies with people and their bodies in the work uh-huh. I do. Uh-huh. And yeah. it is fascinating how much we can actually lock into our bodies. And really what I find is that the nature of our bodies is to move. And it is to yes. be, um, you know, that sort of transmutive, transformative creature of magic, really. And so, um, right. you know, I've seen some of the stories, uh, a couple of the stories you've shared about um, some of the women's experiences. And I I think it's fantastic and beautifully courageous um, to be doing burlesque as this really provocative healing kind of um, venue and avenue. And Thank you. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like to say we're changing the world one strip tease at a time. <laughs> but it is it, it is <laughs> it's healing work for those that, that want to um to experience that, you know, it's it can be really powerful and transformative. It's pretty amazing. It's it's just one way of many, you know, one way of many to to live in your body and to enjoy being a woman. Yeah. And I wonder um how many of the women who are moving through this, this burlesque experience are, you know, how many lives are they changing by choosing? Absolutely. The, yeah. the ripple effect, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think any time a woman loves herself and, and does her healing work and, and loves herself, the whole world changes. You know, because the world around her, you know, her intimate circles, children, her her partner, you know, when a, when a woman loves herself, the world heals. You know, I, I really do think it's that critical. And I, I think that the, the the spread of it, and we can't even measure what happens yeah. when a woman is in love with herself. Everything changes. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. oh, there's so many juicy directions we could go. Wow. Like, what's... <laughs> What's really jumping up for me, I, I did a call yesterday, and um, and it was a, the topic of the, or the name of the call was uh, is resurrecting goddess, and in mm. the course of that conversation, we were talking about the empowerment uh, of the feminine energy, not as a singularity, not as a fixed energy, but as more of the expansive, unlimited energy, and. And mm. we were looking at the ways that we've defined it and sort of made it a limiting identification of ourselves in many cases. And not everybody's done that. Some folks have actually reached a, a beautiful freedom for themselves. And what I think you could could talk about this as well. What I see is a lot of women take on an identity of female as not a beautiful, positive, empowered thing or empowering energy. Um and it takes me back to our conversation that we had that day at lunch, and we were sitting there talking mm. about our our experiences and uh, around this table. 
And each of us that were talking had an until that we mentioned and mm. or the until that had kept us untilled. <laughs> and I What do you mean like once I blank then I can blank or until I I wouldn't let myself have uh, until oh, I did. Right. And we That's all kind of, right. Yeah. Yeah, we all kind of came know. to this like wow, the word until and then I was like totally getting this energy of, you know, as a, a space of our our being, a space of our bodies, a space of our consciousness that is untilled, literally, until we reach into the soil of it or move it or mix it up or stir it up and get our hands into it energetically or figuratively mm. speaking and literally speaking, how much of our lives are we missing, you know? Oh, um, yeah. And the possibilities of how we can be expressing the amazing right. magical creature we be. <laughs> yes, yes, and I think I think we have a tendency to um to to uh hold back our power because we're mm-hmm. we're afraid of it. We're so powerful and we have mm-hmm. we have so much potential and I think that we, we, we've designed we've some really creative ways of avoiding that, you know, with self sabotage mm-hmm. or playing small or um excuses, you know, I can't you know, I can't do this because, you know, blah blah blah. You know, all of the things, all of the ways these wonderfully creative tactics we use to <laughs> to uh <laughs> to diminish our power. Yeah, to, uh, to keep ourselves playing small and uh you know to to not have to really step in, you know. So it's scary. And it's so scary what, to step in. What do you what sort of like that biggest thing that you see with the women you work with um that they are letting stop them? What what's kind of if not necessarily a common denominator, but if is there like one or two things that just like are always up in people's worlds that they let it be the reason they haven't chosen more of them? What mm. do you find? <laughs> I guess there's two things there that that I see kind of as a common thread between most of us. You can show me the most successful and you know what you would think of as like this ideal woman who's empowered and you know um beautiful and successful and moving in the world in 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 um great ways and she has her own insecurities that we don't see. You know there's so I think our our insecurities number one and um, a, a lack of compassion towards ourselves, I think, is really mm. prevalent. You know, we can we can give so much compassion to everyone around us, but mm. turning that inward is is so difficult for so many women, even myself. You know, I'm, I'm still, like I said, I'm still in process. I'm still healing. I'll mm-hmm. always be healing. I think. I think that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, just I see that we are just rotten to ourselves sometimes, the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we internalize and shame ourselves. I hear a lot of women shaming themselves for their feelings, shaming or, you know, calling their ideas silly or dumb or, you know, just um, this this just overall lack of, of compassion and mm-hmm. kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can give it and give it and give it to other people, but it's it's I think a lot more challenging to turn it inward. Yeah. And isn't it fascinating? There's some interesting sort of trippy, funky weirdness around all of the energy we can be expending to to do something we were taught is supposed to be kind or supposed to be caring or supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, respectful to someone else. 
And something I'm discovering for me, I don't know if you <clears throat> and the ladies come across this, um, there was, when I was doing that, I spent a lot of my life trying to be the, the take care person, you know, the giving care person, really. Mm -hmm. And right. one of the things this last couple of years that's really started to get my attention is how how much can I actually be giving or gifting to others if I'm not willing to acknowledge what I have and what I'm capable of and the beauty, the gift, the something that I'm not willing to claim <laughs> that I actually am, that does yes. me. And and it is this bizarre phenomena to me that that seems to be that weird thing sort of like the backward learning of our life. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, do you so with dancing, with movement, do you find that it's kind of a sideways door that you can introduce some things to the ladies that maybe they wouldn't be willing to acknowledge face on or head on? Definitely. You mean you mean like um focusing on themselves and creating creating space uh -huh. in their lives that's just about them, right? Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. Yeah, like just you know, there's we have such a, uh, a negative. We the the phrase or the term self-centered. You know, we think of that as a really bad thing. You know, and it has a lot of negative connotations. Mm -hmm. Like, who else am I supposed to be centered in? <laughs> you know, I mean, if it's not me, you know. Um, and I think to to allow ourselves to make choices based on what we truly desire, our desires and our pleasures, mm -hmm. it is a gift. It's a gift that we give the world. A woman who is, and I don't mean self-centered, like self-absorbed or selfish, you know, with this, you know, with um, when no one else matters or narcissistic or anything like that, but being centered and, strong, you know, strongly rooted and grounded in myself in what I want and what I think and how I feel and, you know, being aware of the energies that are moving through me on a daily basis and my moods and, and um, you know, these emotions that we consider negative like anger or envy or sadness, letting them, to, letting them inform me, you know, letting myself be, um, be so focused in myself that I can be a gift to the world and I can gift oh, people with, so with you know, my self-centeredness. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you you said a word that I think so many <laughs> skip over and it is letting it inform you. And how many of us mm. have never even been had the idea introduced or the possibility introduced to us that all of these experiences can be information for us. It doesn't have to mean Yes, it's all information. Fabulous, horrible. Absolutely. Powerful, not powerful. It's so fascinating that we can take mm -hmm. an energy and make it mean something so incredibly bizarrely different than what it actually could be. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. I hear I hear so many women say I shouldn't think this or I shouldn't feel this. I know I should be grateful, but really I want the you know, like um I shouldn't feel jealous. Mm -hmm. I should be happy for her, but I'm really jealous you know, like um just like um shaming ourselves for our feelings instead of just letting the feeling inform you. Okay, you're feeling envy. What is that about? Mm -hmm. Envy is always unexpressed desire or un unmet desire, you know, That's just kind beautiful. of transmuting itself. <laughs> so it always has information. What What is it about her and what she has? That's making me feel this longing. You know, there's a longing that's not being addressed. Um, and I think so. It, it's all information, yeah. right? Yeah. We have a beautiful question in the chat room. Um, I love our chat room. We have the most amazing people to come play with in the chat room. Yay! Thank you, chat cool. room. Cool. I love that. And, Interactive. Um, 
so a beautiful lady that I know is asking about this energy that's coming up for her. She said, it's something around, quote, and keeping some for myself, end quote. And she says, I'd like to be more than self-ish. And she's hyphened between self and I-S-H. And mm-hmm. in, in other words, that only a little bit for myself. Um, what what, do you, what is your awareness? Would you like to speak to that, Lisa? So what I'm understanding uh, that she's asking is um, instead of giving it all away, giving away all of our energy, how do we keep it, keep some for ourselves so that we don't get depleted? Is that, do you think that's where she Do you want to give us a little bit more information, love, in the chat room, if you can? Something like that. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I, you know, I. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that I think um, pleasure has a lot to do with it. Um, Pleasure is. A, a way to feed our energies and to you know to to um, to create chemicals in our body. Our bodies are designed to respond to mm-hmm. pleasure, and you know, and by respond, I mean I'm, I'm talking about the biochemistry inside of us is designed to heal. We heal from pleasure. You know, our bodies um, regenerate. Through pleasure, our cells regenerate. Our, chem- you know, I mean, it's just amazing. And I think that we, as as women and as as chronic givers, you know, um, mm. receiving is very challenging. Receiving and then just turning it on to ourselves and allowing ourselves to receive and to, you know, this is about me today, or I'm going to do this just because it feels good. And mm-hmm. when I feel good, everybody's happier, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's so much truth to that little saying, like, if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy, you know. <laughs> there's truth in that. I mean, it, we, we can't, <laughs> you know, when we are when we are connected to our joyous radiance, hmm. um, everyone around us benefits. Yeah. And, and for everybody listening who uh, may not have shown up in a woman's body this lifetime, please know that we are also speaking to you. It works in both both body types, if you will. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and and when, it, when you said the word pleasure, uh, what I noticed is the energy kind of started to jump and move a bit. And and what I wonder is how many of us, uh, myself certainly included in this, have really, in many cases, only just begun, if we have begun at all, to truly allow ourselves the pleasure of us. And and whether you can whether you get that in terms of your physical body or just even that energy of you that yumminess of you you know we're all virtually together in a room here none of us are in the same room with each other and yet the energy of who each of us is as we are participating and contributing to this conversation do you perceive the yumminess of the people who are playing with us today you know. Mm-hmm. And, and the people who will be listening to this show, for me, I always love to tap into like, oh, what uh, invitation is this conversation one to be to people who are ready to ask a new question or consider the possibility mm-hmm. in this, in the case of this conversation, that there is pleasure to you, that you are an energy of pleasure. And how long have we spent not acknowledging that? Um right. So when we talk about just a little bit for me, that's a really interesting point of view that I do find is is something many of us have attempted to create our life as. And so are you really can you really only be just a little bit? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's still this, this underlying kind of um, maybe a little brainwashing, or I don't know how you would call it, in, you know, um, indoctrinated or from generation to generation that somehow we should be depriving ourselves of, of a full-on experience of, of ecstasy and bliss, that we should um, not want too much, you know, um, don't be greedy, um, we, you know, don't uh, get a big head. You know, I remember growing up um, if, if in middle school, middle school's the worst. Um, <laughs> the middle schoolers are the shittiest people. It may be fabulous in other countries, but in right, country, yeah, <laughs> middle school is awful. But um, I remember that if if you, as a girl, if you were to express liking yourself, mm-hmm. that was like wow, that was not okay. It's not okay to like yourself. That's mm-hmm. conceited stuck up, who does she think she is? So we had to go around hating ourselves in order in order to fit in. Mm-hmm. And and you know, so that and that's sticky, you know, we can try scraping that off our shoes for the next twenty, thirty years. Um, that it's okay to to love yourself. It's okay to like yourself. It's okay to to you know, it's really okay. <laughs> in fact it's better that you like yourself and that you love yourself. But um this so this you know Things like that, and then also this idea of, um, you know, mom taking the last piece of, of cake or what, you know, and it's the little, you know, like this, um, everybody else. I see these silly little memes sometimes online about um, that, you know, a, a, a good mother, um, everybody first before her, and um, puts her mm-hmm. other's needs in front of her own needs, and I'm like, but needs are needs, you know, and it's just, you know, we're not talking about, like, I'm in the mood to have, you know, a margarita. We're talking about needs. Uh-huh. If your needs aren't being met and if you're not meeting your own needs, how can you be a great mother? You know, I mean, you're, com- you're coming from a depleted place or a place of, um, yeah, you know. Totally. And, and exhausted. What are you teaching your children? If you're right, yeah. yeah, is that yeah. empowering or is that disempowering? Woo! I think I think we're busting yeah. through some mythola here, my love. Wow! It is time to take <laughs> a special break. Can we stand it? <laughs> <laughs> this lovely, yummy energy that Miss Lisa is uh, inviting us all to be. Um, I just invite you to play with this over the break. We've got some beautiful comments in the chat around wow what if embracing what if us embracing our bliss and our awesomeness is what the world requires of us and oh i love that embracing it is actually contributing to the destruction and the limitation wow. of the world yeah and carol had a beautiful aha moment wow this is absolutely gorgeous lisa i'm so happy you're here you folks are listening to living well here on a to zen.fm i am keisha clark your host and i have the design the delightful privilege today of talking to lisa carmen and we will be back in just a moment for more of her beautiful brilliance stay with us <laughs> have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life what if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life. And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? 
Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800- 8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back everybody. You are listening to Living Well on a2zen.fm. I am your host Keisha Clark and today we are having a deliciously yummy time with Lisa Carmen of Sacred Sexy You and a number of other fabulous um, ventures involving loving yourself, loving your body and having a, a whole lot of fun playing with it in front of a whole lot of people. <laughs> What do you say, Lisa? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> or in the privacy of your own bedroom. We've been talking about burlesque today and the healing energies that can really, wow, just transform lives. And just before the break, um, we were talking about receiving. We were talking about really choosing that um empowering of yourself and it's interesting to me that this shows up so prevalently in women and I'm really curious what have you seen occur in the men's lives or the partners lives who are connected to these women that you get to work with their families their children their partners their talk a little bit about that I'm really curious if you <laughs> well there's to. two different directions that usually goes in <laughs> um <laughs> I think sometimes when a woman finds her power and, you know, spreads her wings and begins to fly, it can, it shakes things up a little bit, you know. Um, so I think that if a, if a relationship is, is already pretty solid, um, a woman stepping into that, that next level of her own greatness is going to make it even better. And the relationship is just going to, you know, just 
improve and, and become stronger and more solid because because a, um, a self-actualized man wants a self-actualized woman and you know it, when you know in this intimate relationships but if the relationship is already maybe a little shaky or um, or there are some insecurities there sometimes um, sometimes it, it just kind of it, it shakes the ground it's a shake up you know it's a, a shake an earthquake sometimes you know it's a um, and sometimes some partners that I've seen uh, for example you know women that would come through the burlesque experience their their relationship is either better and stronger afterwards or the, you know it's not it's worse mm-hmm. you know because when a woman finds her wings and maybe she's just been disconnected from her power and when she re- it changed the whole dynamic of the relationship. Yeah. You know, um, all of a sudden, you've got a, a woman who who maybe wants different things now, or mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, feels different things, or is you know. Just, mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see what happens, but it's also beautiful to see what happens because either way, it's it's the path of you know the path that's mm-hmm. supposed to be happening. I think you know sometimes mm-hmm. we need these shakeups to get yeah. us out of out of, um, you know, sometimes, you know, these relationships that yeah. have been completing themselves for a long time, but we just don't know how to make that step or take that um, yeah. that scary move, you know. Yeah. So sometimes it can be a catalyst, you know, when, when women do that. this type of work mm-hmm. for some pretty major shifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shifts or get off the pot. <laughs> or get off the pot. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it's occurring to me too. It's like I know at different times in my life I've kind of hung around with different people and it it's so it's so much more uh, it just kind of resonates for me now as you were speaking, you know, that a lot of in in a number of cases um in the work I do, <clears throat> I see a similar dynamic take place. And it's kind of like we make a choice to put ourselves with to associate ourselves or commit ourselves in many cases to certain people when we're choosing to present us in a certain way. And when we begin to really acknowledge more of what we truly desire, this kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier mm-hmm. in the show, like what is more true for us starts to get more, it gets bigger and it gets more real or we start to let it be more real in our lives. And in some cases you really do, the energy doesn't match what you chose as the person you used to be. Yes, and that's very true. And, and and what if that's not a wrongness? Is one of the questions I like to ask. You know, um, what is the question? What if that is not a wrongness? You know, a wrongness. Yeah. What mm-hmm. if we we are some way tapping into what we know that we truly right. are and what is true for us. That's the biggest thing I notice people resist is allowing themselves to acknowledge what is really true for them. And I did it too for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So part of what I would like to, there's something that I'm noticing bubbling in my universe about what is, what is a, oh, I don't even really know the question. Um, like, how can I be an invitation to more to to people choosing more of them? And and I see you doing that in the work you do. And how do you like at the end of the day? Um, do you find that you bring any of it home with you, or are you able to leave it on the dance floor, so to speak, or on the stage? 
I well, you know, I I consider myself a pretty spongy person. <laughs> so I am I kind of absorb what's around me. Um and it's it's not very it's it's a practice that I have to practice all the time mm-hmm. to be able to to protect my own energies and um you know, stay stay filled, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and, and also to know where to go for what I need. You know, um, I I really like the phrase, don't go to the hardware store for milk. You know, like there's there's certain (laughs) people, you know, when you go, you know, when you're you're needing or wanting things from certain people or, you know, like um, I I have a, you know, I have a a beautiful community of of women and alum, you know, there's this beautiful tribe of women that that have stuck together and we have relationships. So there's baby showers and, you know, it's like it's this extended family, but these are also on some level my clients and... So, you know, it can get complicated, I think, for me energetically to um, to know that, that you know, with, I don't, mm-hmm. does it make sense what I'm trying to say? Um, just creating boundaries. And, you know, I think sometimes um, we don't know our boundaries until they've been crossed. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we're like, ooh, I don't like that. You know, more what's that about? And yeah. <laughs> more information. It's all information. And, you know, I love I love the language that you use, Tisha. Um, Thank you. You uh, like the invitation. I think everything's an invitation. Yeah. You know, everything can be an invitation to go deeper, to to practice vulnerability, to experiment, to play, mm. to heal. You know, it's all invitation. Yeah. Even yeah. the yucky stuff that we don't like, totally. especially yes. the I yucky stuff. That, you know, <laughs> when when you can choose to let that be part of the journey without making it. A horrible thing. Um, yeah, there is so much more empowerment available and possible, both oh, for yeah. you and the people around you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. wow. Uh, before I totally like brain fart <laughs> my consciousness out, um, I would love for you to let folks know how they can play with you. Uh, you have some events coming up, I believe, and you have ongoing Thank classes and, and adventures. So, give folks a little bit of. Oh yeah. Them. Where they can reach you and what you might have on the burner uh, in the near future. Yeah, I would love to. Um, I've got a new, a new uh, this summer semester of the burlesque experience starts uh, in just a couple of weeks, and that runs for six weeks. We do it about four times a year. This will be our 19th season running this program. Um, nearly 200 women in Dallas have have taken the stage and never been the same afterwards. So. Um, and then I also, I've got a uh, women's circle coming up called Sexy and I Know It. And it can, we're going to be focusing on a lot of the stuff that, we, that we've that we been talking about today. Um, you know, how our, how our sexuality and our spirituality are meant to be partners in union. You know, and there's, I, I love this phrase, um, holy hotness. You know, this, um, this divine sensuality that we've been given. So we're going to be, you know, talking about sharing some stories. I love... I love when women get together and share stories because there's a little piece of each of us and each other's stories. You know, we can recognize ourselves and we mirror for each other our mm-hmm. paths. And mm-hmm. so we're going to be doing stuff like that. I've got dance workshops. So um, sacredsexyu.com, the letter U, um, sacredsexyu.com, also theburlesqueexperience.com. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook, The Burlesque Experience or Sacred Sexy You. I kind of live on Facebook. So I'm always there. Um <laughs> 
if you're looking for me, that's where you can find me usually. Nice. And um, and yeah, I love I love um, meeting new people and um, bringing more people into the, you know to, to play with me and into this adventure. Yeah. I think life should be a daring adventure. You know, like Helen Keller said, that. it's a daring adventure or nothing. You know, yeah. I don't want the nothing. Yeah. I want the daring adventure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I invite everyone to play. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. And she, if if you have not met Lisa, folks, do check her out on Facebook. There's lots of cool pictures, and on her website, Sacred Sexy You, as well. Um, she's luscious and yummy, and and I speak from totally true personal experience. So um, there's a beautiful you. kindness to you, Lisa, that is, and also a reverence that um, I just know when you are working with women, um, it. it it makes burlesque seem like such a beautiful privilege like and, and really what what privilege are our bodies that we have just never even considered um oh my goodness yeah which you know it's it's Thank kind of you. That's a really it. high compliment oh, thank oh. you <laughs> i um, i love that the invitation love that you see that and that mirror <laughs> that back to you yeah thank, thank you. you uh um, you know i i I like that, you know, I think about, um, I, sometimes I just trip out on, on the body, you know, and the, the thousands of miracles taking place and the magic taking place right now for me to be sitting here, yeah. all of these functions and things that are happening. I even, you know, I'll invite clients in a, in a circle or a retreat to just focus on the inside of their wrist and maybe the people that are listening can do it right now and just mm. um, with a finger just start grazing that, that inside front, you know, that inside area of your wrist under your mm. palm <laughs> and noticing those sensations. All of those little nerves in there responding to your touch are there for your pleasure. Mm. That's why they're there. You know, just in that little tiny, you know, one inch of space, you've got tons of little nerve endings responding to your own touch, you know. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, and so so when we talk about knowing you're sexy, um, in case anyone is still having a question mark or wondering, are you going to talk about sexy? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all sexy. <laughs> That's what I was really just feeling into the universe of, like, what what do we have to make only something specific that we can do be the sexy we be or are we willing to to really claim all of us as sexy and mm. i know for some people there's a bit of a charge around the word sexy um what are you right mm -hmm. with your clients with the word sexy <laughs> oh all kinds of things <laughs> you're so right yeah everybody has their own their own stories about what that is for me i think i think what it means you know back to the joyous radiance of my my true essence, my true nature is joyous radiance. When I connect to that, I feel sexy. You know, like um, I do, you know, I've always been um, the type of woman who likes to, to dress in a way that um, that accentuates my femininity or, um, you know, shows my curves or, you know, because I find that it's not so much about, you know, wanting other people. You know, of course, we all like to be seen and noticed. I mean, it's part of our human nature, our human condition to be mm -hmm. seen. Um, there's a, a great line in a movie I just recently watched with Sofia Varego where she said, a woman needs to be seen or else she withers and dies. I thought, mm -hmm. wow, that's really powerful. <laughs> but, um, but really, you know, when I, when I, when I, you know, say I'm dressing sexy one night, when I dress sexy, I feel sexy. When I mm -hmm. feel sexy, I experience the world differently. And people experience me differently. Yeah. 
I and then my I, I have access to that radiance, that that joyous radiance that is my nature, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I work from home. I'm home all you know all day most most of the time alone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me to put on clothes and a pair of earrings is kind of a big deal, you know. <laughs> like, but, it's, but I even started because I was feeling really frumpy and kind of, you know, not not connected to the, to that that radiance that I I so enjoy. And so I started just making an effort here at home to throw on a pair of earrings. When I wear earrings, nice. I feel more connected to that. Or if I put some yeah. lipstick on. Nobody sees it but me. I'm home alone, <laughs> but I feel more connected to that, you know. So doing these little things to to connect to that part of yeah. myself. And yeah, like what if you did it for you, not for anybody else mm-hmm. to see? I love right. That. And how many yeah. people are willing to be choosing that? And what if what if today you could change that? Anyone who's listening, what if you've not been willing to choose to be beautiful, be pleasured, be in the joy of you, just for you, not to show it to anybody else, but just for you to be having it? Wow. A Absolutely. Lot never un- I never underestimate the power of red lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> you it. know, it could shift your whole day. <laughs> Put on lipstick. Okay. okay, here's something that I, it's like, oh, it's kind of a sexy thing. Just put on lipstick and kiss mm-hmm. your mirror. Oh, I love that. Your lip prints on your mirror. And every time you look at your lip prints, I wonder what would occur for you, what energy might start to bubble for you. And whether Ooh, you're a, man, a woman like or a man, I invite you to try this. It doesn't have to be something yes. that's limited or constricting. Just play with Absolutely that. not. Yeah. And that's so what part of what I, I is really jumping up for me is being willing to choose for each of us, being willing to choose for us this beautiful practice that you're talking about of really acknowledging our own essence. And and I just get such a sense of like there are so many people desiring to be seeing more examples of that. So Because it's sort of, I don't mm-hmm. like to use the word permission very often, but there is uh-huh. that sense of people are asking for permission to be acknowledging themselves more. And and what yeah. thing, even to be dressing up in your own home, like what Lisa's talking mm-hmm. about, what if just everyone tap into what you know and get a sense of how much more joy could be in the world, be generated into the world, if we were choosing that and giving permission yes. to others. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yes, I agree. And it's very individual, you know. It's what, you know, for for somebody maybe that wears red lipstick every day, it's no big deal and it doesn't make her, you know, she doesn't feel anything when she puts it on. Maybe, it's, you know, there's maybe there's things that um, that activate that for me that wouldn't do the same for somebody else. It, you've got to figure out, and that's why I liked that what you decided to call tonight today's call, um, your sexy is yours. It's your own personal recipe, you know, that you decide what the ingredients are. You whip it up. You, you know, watch that pot and keep it warm. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's uh-huh. yours. And my recipe is different. And some days I don't feel sexy and I don't want to feel sexy. Yeah. It's the last thing on my mind sometimes. And I can sit with that too and be with that. And and then after a few days of, of that, I, you know, I need a dose of, of that essence and that energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like there's no obligation to be 
no. what any definition of sexy is. You can have a totally sexified day or a maybe not so sexified yes. day. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and so, yes, exactly. And sometimes just, um, you know, uh, putting, you know, burying your toes in some grass oh. is a sensual, you know, a sexy, sensual experience for, for you. Um, you know, connecting wow. with the earth under your toes and your feet or uh, a hot bath at the end of a long day, you know, um, these these we 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 sometimes think of um, as of self care I think and pleasure as indulgence you know like um, yes yes like it's but when when it really it, it should just be our daily our daily practice you know our daily regimen of pleasure mm-hmm. <laughs> well and you know that really brings up for me the the healing essence that pleasure is and mm-hmm. so many of us have been taught to misidentify pleasure as you know it's considered hedonistic and, mm-hmm. and it leads you into the path of taboo and blah 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 right what if pleasure mm-hmm. is what is the naturally occurring generative energy of our bodies and it absolutely yeah. is we're designed for that yeah. the the there's a healing biochemistry oh, yes. set up in us, you know, that uh, pleasure yes. heals. It's just amazing. Know, nowadays, it can even be proven by science. So it, we must Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. There's evidence. <laughs> <laughs> They've done studies and labs and everything. <laughs> like, even though we've known it for trillions of years, now we can actually prove right. it for real, right? Exactly. <laughs> now it's proven. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, when we um when we experience pleasure, um whether it's, you know, laughter with a friend like right now, you know, just yeah. the um the endorphins. Our our bodies produce uh, a a uh, a neurotransmitter called uh, nitric oxide, mm-hmm. which is the is like the grandma, the you know, the that it's like the the I call it the grand pooba of, of neurotransmitters and that's what um what produces and um keeps our our flow of endorphins and serotonin and dopamine and DMT which is the the dream chemical you know all of these things are are fueled by nitric oxide nitric oxide not nitrous um that's a different thing altogether <laughs> but so when we when we are experiencing pleasure, our bodies produce more nitric oxide. When we're producing more nitric oxide, there's more magic going on in our body. You know, it's just like this amazing scientifically. I mean, yeah. talk about creative design. Yeah, yeah, it's like the chemical representation of the energy of magic. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's a beautiful, that. oh. beautifully expressed. Oh my gosh. I Lisa have had such a fabulous time getting to talk to Me you. Me too. Super and fun. I could talk to you all day. Oh gosh. Someday let's play some more please and it doesn't I would love that. Yes. And talk about more of the healing essence and pleasure and our beautiful bodies and where else can we go to be the pleasure and the magic and the joy we truly be? Wow. Mm, yeah. Thank you, and thank you everyone for your contribution to this conversation. We'll talk thank to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?